0: You never trust a person whose favorite book is Catcher in the Rye. Welcome to South Jersey Girls. I'm Klein Aliardi. I'm Jane Feld. I'm Elise Notariani. And I'm Marianne Aliardi. And later
1: today, we have an interview with author Amina Muhammad-Diggins. But first, uh, I just want to put this on the record. It's about a month into 2021, and I've officially given up on my reading resolution. But it's not happening. <laughs> well, do you not have, have third book? I mean, that's part of the problem. Am I, I'm sorry, am I the only one who literally can't read? Not can't read, but you know.
0: (laughs) No, I'm the total opposite. On our snow day the other day, I read 350 pages of the last Harry Potter book.
2: Oh my God. What? What time of day was it? All day. Why does that matter? Because I'm curious how you fit that into your life. You situate yourself on the couch and
3: you just don't move. I can't even remember the last time that I just had a
2: day that I
3: could lay on a couch and read a book.
2: I could do that now that my kids aren't here, but I just don't, I don't know and why. And that
1: is why I don't read. Claire now is.
2: is about to blame me for something else in her life. <laughs> tell me,
0: tell me <laughs> what else it would be.
1: Pro- I thought that
2: don't have a good book. Actually, I, I will shoot. say
0: all these Harry Potter books I have, Marianne gave me.
1: People always are like, I used to read all the Harry Potter books when I was a kid. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh, you read didn't the read the one. Harry Potter books? I read the fourth one. Th- that's random the movies came out three of them came out the fourth one was coming out i was like i want to read at least one before the movie comes out so i read the fourth one i bought the fifth one and then it disappeared like magic That was funny Clint. i get that uh thanks
2: i'm about to say something very controversial but i actually when you guys were in elementary school i went to your principal and i asked if he would reconsider the summer reading projects because i believed it was making you hate reading Are you serious? I I stand by that because you were forced to read like eight books over the course of a summer. I do think
1: and I read them all in the week before school started. Of
3: course you did. That's what Ravi does. So I have a good thing that happened because I used to read to my children in bed. But anyway, now that my middle one, Lee, likes me to read with him when he's doing his reading for school. So that makes me have a time that I need to read. That's
2: a good way to read
1: did you ever read those magic treehouse books i don't know i, I did <gasps> oh, oh boy yeah with they my back in our house the only book i've ever read in one sitting was a magic treehouse book <laughs> and it was amazing and i said that was i well, stayed until like 2 a.m what it wasn't a big book i don't okay i was like nine. Oh, <laughs> i was I say nine. what did you just imagine me as like a 21 year old no 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 <laughs> no even when you were nine i don't think it would have taken you
2: a really long time i don't think well i
1: started reading it at like 8 p.m yeah. wait okay i need to make that clear that i did it it didn't take me like 24 hours to finish the magic sure. tree house book
3: we got it, would it be okay fine. if it did yeah yes apparently
0: not now the only book i've ever read in one day was the second twilight book and i was so into it but I recently re-listened to all of them on audiobook because like any older books like that I like to listen to just to pass time and they're horrific books they're like amazing (laughs) dumpster fires of literature and I had so much fun I want to start a book club where we all get together and we read the books that we were obsessed with in high school and then talk about how problematic and awful they were (laughs) (laughs) that's all I want to do
3: I started rereading some of the S.E. Hinton books that I love so much like The Outsiders and I couldn't read them and I felt sad Mm. about that because I can certainly watch that movie a hundred times
1: what's the outsiders
3: it's the kids read it in school right now it's it became an 80s movie with all of the the
2: 80s brat pack like oh okay yeah it's a good story the only book i remember reading in one sitting is catcher in the rye the only time in my teenage life that i was not allowed to go out i was grounded for some reason Happened one time, and in that one time, I was in my room, and I read Catcher in the Rye. Actually,
0: Marianne, <laughs> Klein and I had a whole conversation about you the other day, and we need you to clear something up. That may oh or may not God. have been oh. the reason that we're having this conversation oh, is right it? now.
2: Don't, don't talk to Klein about me, please, because whatever she oh, said okay. is you know okay. Let's go
1: ahead. Let's go
2: ahead. I, Let's I roll, actually make,
0: tape. roll I make tape. Klein uncomfortable because I say nice things about you, and she's like, please, Thank, thank you. <laughs>
2: Um, <laughs> I appreciate that, Elise. Thank you. Someone has to. Um, this yeah, might no. change
0: right now. A- answer
1: with a one-word answer to this, okay? Is Me? Catcher in the Rye your favorite book? One-word no. answer. Now, uh,
0: why did I think now,
1: that? Now, Elise, what did I say her favorite book was? Oh, I don't remember. Saturday.
0: Oh, come on. it was something I hadn't heard of. Is it like does it yeah. read in the title? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah.
1: Oh, I know that one. The yeah. Red Tent. I tent, said it was the Red Tent. Mom, what's your favorite book?
2: The Red Tent. Thank but that because number two would be Catcher in the Rye. You've probably been in my presence where I've been like, I love that book. Probably. I don't,
1: no, I don't care about that. I just care about the fact that mom, you're, you were sitting there telling me all the lies I talk about and I know your favorite book.
2: Yeah, because I've said it many times. No, Elise, I know why you said that. You watched all the TV episodes and I was at Wheaton where the woman made a um, bracelet with my favorite book and and thought it was catcher in the rye and i and so i had to yes. say oh my favorite book is catcher in the rye so that the uh-huh. bracelet that she gave me would be appropriate
0: yes and i have a hard and fast rule that you never uh trust a person or date a guy especially whose favorite book is catcher in the rye i and feel I, the same way that
1: book is so problematic i totally understand <gasps> what she means what it's it's not a guys' the book, more than girls i was gonna say it's not that the book's problematic because like it is but it's also that like there's a kind of guy who reads that book and is like, yeah, I'm him. Like, yeah.
0: And and it's also people who think they're really like really into literature and they're really deep, but they're not actually. Like I remember I had a guy in high school walk up to me and I was reading the book um for the second time because I was like I don't get this. Maybe I should read it again. And he was like, "Do you understand that book?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "But like do you really understand it?" And I was oh, like, "I'm an A+." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I really understand it. And he's like, uh... I don't know that you do, or else you'd appreciate it so much more. But some people don't have the depth. And I was like, okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: I don't think I necessarily (laughs) loved Holden as much as I loved what the book was about. And the fact that this was being talked about. You have to remember, I was reading it in 1980. Any teenage angst was not talked about.
3: How about Audible books? When I had a commute, I would get Audible books for my car ride because you're really into the book even though you're
0: stuck in all this traffic. I also get all my audiobooks to the library. The library is everything. I had no idea Jeez. the amount of things you can get there. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Plug for Burlington
2: County Library. They have all kinds of stuff that is just mm-hmm. unbelievable.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm obsessed okay. with the Cherry Hill Library. That's where me I too. Shout out to to Cherry
2: Park. Hill Library. Woo. There you go. All the South Jersey libraries are wonderful. <laughs>
0: yes, they are. That's just but the one know, that was near my
2: house.
3: We always listen to books on family trips because it keeps the kids from fighting. We've done Trevor Noah. We're doing mm-hmm. um, Obama. I guess that's the that's way to exactly put it. how I
0: pictured. <laughs> Your family car rides. I don't know when I ever thought about this, but if I did, it would be listening, you guys listening to Barack Obama on audiobook.
2: You know what's cool, right? You know what's cool about Audible when the person who wrote the book is reading it? Yes. That makes it even better because you feel like they're just yeah. talking to you. I don't read any fiction. I feel like, what's the point of reading this if it's I agree. not true? Do
3: I you? Agree. You just read yeah. the Harry Potter books. Well, that's yeah. like, that's
0: about it. God. That's, is like one two or two series from like when you're a kid that you're like this is just kind of nice and there's a pandemic the going on so effect. yeah wow. um but otherwise I do not read fiction
1: I don't think I've read enough in my lifetime to choose a genre that I like the most which is so sad but <laughs> what is just based on
2: what you have based on what you have read
1: no because based on what I have read I've mostly read like um memoirs and stuff like that but which I clearly don't... you don't like right but I do like I can't put them down once I get into the middle of them, but it takes me a
0: really long time to get into them. And sometimes I just don't. I'm listening to a podcast that is about a book where these people read a book that their dad read. Um, it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's one and, book. And it's a, it's a, and it's a porno? Multiple books. Yes. It's and multiple is it published? Books. Yes. You can buy it on
1: Amazon. Oh, it's like a series? <laughs> it's
2: a
0: series. Oh my yeah. God.
1: That's hilarious. Wait.
2: I don't I didn't know that like I don't even I, I can't figure it out I can guess but a porno book like like never erotic of that.
0: fiction yeah, yeah. yes it, it's written as if he has never had sex in his entire life um, it is the worst <laughs> thing you've ever heard in your life Wait, did you read it no I'm listening to his son Oh, read they
1: read it, it on the podcast they sure do Got and it. then critique it
0: uh-huh. Well, I didn't
3: expect our conversation on the podcast today to devolve into this, but there you go. Really
1: I mean, we could talk about Fifty Shades of Grey.
2: You want to have that conversation with me, Klein? No.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I mean, we could talk I, about the book. We don't have to talk about like. The I tried to
0: read that of the book. And I didn't even make it to the part people read it for. I was like, this is just <laughs> the worst thing that I've ever read. I,
3: I had that problem too, and it made me feel like can't I just enjoy smut but I need it to be well written smut is that is that a thing oh yeah where where r- r- the story of O? have you ever heard of that it I was French but you have written- like
1: recommendations
3: clearly she does yeah <laughs> I'm gonna look that up is that a fig that's fiction yeah and it was written by anonymous and mm-hmm. so it was like the big parlor talk who wrote it it's so very racist.
2: yeah did you just say the same exact thing i said I at said the same exact first. time <laughs> thank you thank no, you, you said much. it at the same exact time i said no. it i just want that for the record thank you
0: guys i'm gonna make um, a sj mag um podcast bingo card and you two <laughs> oh. saying something at the same time is gonna be gonna be on it also me talking <laughs> right. about tiktok is gonna be on it oh for yeah sure. it's not like a drinking
1: <laughs> game if i've ever heard one
2: that too cheers people would be wasted if it was the times klein
0: acts just like her mother and other news the all, other stuff that i read are uh, withering heights you know i got that's, i got the high stuff and then i've that's got That's klein's favorite book yes is it no oh no
1: it was that's cool i know your favorite book you don't know mine what is it? What on? is yours? Little Women. Oh. I apparently have to give my Little Women book back to my mother. Because it's um, mine.
2: By my, from my Aunt Joan and Uncle Don, who both have passed inside the book, it's saying you have Little Women. We hope this book brings all your girls happiness. And Klein took it and it's in her house. I didn't
1: take it. I was reading it and you said oh. I could take it with me. Okay, I I'd so remember
2: that happening, yeah. but all right, so I'm curious if you read on a device a
0: or if you read a book. I prefer a book, but a lot of the um library books I get are on on my Kindle.
1: I cannot read on a device. I mean, it's bad enough I can barely read as it is, but I, like if you take away the fact that i'm holding something it's
2: what do you mean you can barely read as it is
1: like at least with the book if it's sitting in front of me i'll like either remember it or like yeah. but if it's on a tablet i would definitely forget i was reading it altogether. It's
2: so interesting that you forget that you're reading a book how does I do? that happen that's interesting i
0: got stuff to do I-, I still stand by i just think you need to get better books that make you want to it's possible
1: I'm here this week with Amina Muhammad-Diggins. She is an author and influencer, and she is also on our selection committee this year for the Women of Excellence Awards. Amina, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Happy to be here. So great to have you. So can we first talk about your children's book, Bashira and the Amazing Bean
4: Pie? Can you tell me a little bit about how you decided to make a children's book of all things. Yeah. So originally I never, I thought of myself as a, as a writer. My mom always wanted to be a writer and she passed in 2009 and it was something that I wanted to fulfill for her. And I knew that she would be really proud of me if I uh, published a book. Um, so initially it was for, to kind of honor her. And so the story of Best Year and the Amazing Bean Pie also to kind of you know looks at my like roots as an African American Muslim growing up in Philadelphia and the the pastry that is known within our community is the bean pie. And not a lot of people have heard of it outside of the the community but I thought it would be nice to kind of center a book around food, um, because everyone loves food. (laughs) Sure,
1: Very true.
4: (laughs) So, it centers around food and family and the Islamic holiday of Eid. What kind of uh, feedback were you getting when that was first put out? You know, initially I thought it was just going to be a really great book. I thought it was something uh, because my family owned, we co owned a bean pie factory growing up. uh, So, I knew it was special to me, but. I didn't know that it would also be received within, within our community and outside of our community to just to see people um, even act like, oh, great. I get to, it was a recipe at the back of the books. So people were making the pie and sending pictures. Um, and so it was really cool. It was really cool to see the response.
1: And then you also recently, I think like two years ago-ish, you uh, turned the book into a play that was yeah. put on at the Please Touch Museum.
4: What was that yeah. process like? Yeah, it was funny how you said two years because 2020 was like complete blur. And I was right. like, oh, yeah, it was, right. <laughs> it was two years ago.
1: That's, technically, that does count as a year. I don't yeah. know how I feel about that, but.
4: <laughs> so, yes, 2019, uh, we coll- I collaborated with the Police Touch Museum, and their, th- their theater department. Um, it was part of their uh, Muslim cultures from A to Z. So they did a year-long um, exhibit. Um, that had Muslim cultures from all over the world. Um, and part of that exhibit was the play. So I co-wrote the uh, the play with the um, head of their theater department. Uh, we had about 115 shows.
1: That is awesome. How does Muslim representation in pr- pretty much like all aspects of life today, first of all, how does it compare to
4: what you saw when you were growing up? It was virtually non-existent. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, And, you know, even in like history books, like they referred to Islam as Mohammedan. And it was like, it was like, like completely, like they didn't ask anybody any questions. So um, it was one of those things where, you know, I was usually probably like one or two other Muslims in my school, but I think the importance of art um, allows people to um, interact and learn and and just be, um, you know, be part of the community. I think one of the most important things that we can do as people who are not the dominant, either dominant religion or dominant race or whatever it is, is to interact with everyone and for us to get to know each other. And you know, you can't hate who you know. You know, if it's somebody that you know and you break bread with and you learn about each other, I think that it's important for us to get to know each other. So, for doing the play with the Police Touch Museum was really really important. I had people crying. Um, you know, uh the first time that we showed it, we had like a limited showing with um theater like a, with Please Touch Museum members. Um and we had people like crying and these were like people who are not Muslim. Uh you know, and it was really heartwarming. And of course I cried too because I'm a crier, but it was really cool. <laughs> that's I mean that's I totally understand that. That's not surprising
1: whatsoever at all. Um, And yeah, speaking of interacting with people, you do have this awesome online community, especially on your Instagram page, whether you're posting products from your Houghton Muslim brand, or you're posting um, motivational quotes that I am obsessed with, because it's all about being confident, owning your, you know, your identity and running with it.
4: What are you hoping to give people when you are posting that stuff? Usually I'm choosing things that are going to speak to me too uh, because you know we all need encouragement. We all need to feel uh, uplifted. So most of the things that I post um, is because I also need that encouragement at the time. So it, it may seem as though I'm like, you can do it in YouTube, but I'm like to me, you can do it, I mean, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> you can That's get funny. through this. So yeah. <laughs> I also I saw
1: and I've been getting super into this. I, I've seen you post a few times, um, like some mantras that you have. And I was hoping yeah. you could maybe talk about that a little because I'm very slowly being pulled into this, like, because it's easy to forget, like, the really basics, you can do this, you're you're worthy of this, like you should yeah. put yourself out there. And could, could you talk a little bit about how that helps you?
4: Uh, so for me, um, like my affirmations and mantras that I say in the morning and throughout the day, um, because I know it, what happened in 2020 was I got sad, you know, like I think everybody at some point got really sad. And then when I got, when I, when I get sad, I become unmotivated. And then I start to like negative self-talk, so and it became like automatic, like nothing you do is right. Or, you know, I hate myself. Like these are things that like a reboot and it was like automatic going back to like a negative. I don't even know where it came from. But so for now I have to intentionally say, I love myself. I forgive myself. <laughs> and I also say, I have a flat stomach.
1: <laughs> Just put it out into the universe. Put
4: it there. So, um, but I love myself. I forgive myself are the top two things that I I go to so that whenever I am feeling you know not so happy or whatever it is instead of me going negative I program myself to say I love myself I forgive myself even if I say oh I hate myself okay no I love myself I forgive myself that's fantastic I need to practice that
1: <laughs> it's always good to have those reminders and uh, for um, what have you been up to? In I've been calling it
4: quarantine. I guess it's more like, you know, everyone's initiative to stay home. So what? How have, have you been yeah. keeping busy? Yeah, so we uh, we have a party rental business here in South Jersey, and uh, of course, in two, March, April, whenever everything shut down, two thousand twenty, the governor said nobody's doing anything. So we didn't have any school contracts, no daycares, no home parties, no corporate events, nothing. So um, I I had this like, I can't just like sit here and like, I gotta, we gotta do something. So I got the idea to start a uh, a inspirational uh, brand for Muslim women. And that's where Muslim came from. It came from, you know, knowing that everybody is going through this transition where we're either going to have to think of new ways to do business or think of new ways to be healthy or think of new ways to enjoy our families and our friends. So it came out of that need to pivot. So a lot of my products uh, speak to, you know, that you have, do you make dua or of a word for prayer. So you make prayer and have determination, you know, go forward, sis, you know, things like that that, that speak to that everybody, well, not everybody, a lot of people are going through a transition where they're going to have to figure out a new way of doing things. So that's where the brand came from.
1: And do you have any advice for people who
4: maybe want to dive into writing? You know, just start writing and also um, look out for like mentors. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of like writing I don't want to call them schools, but like writing academies and just read a lot, you know, just seeing how picture books or or, or autobiographies, whatever genre you're writing about, just make sure that you're reading that particular drawing genre so you know what is good and wh- how things flow and stuff like that and just use your own voice and how? go for it. That's another thing. Just go for it. That's,
1: yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's the hardest step out of all of those. <laughs> how did you
4: start the process of writing Uh, your book it was coupled with marketing and like passion so whenever you're writing something whenever you're producing anything you have to look at is this going to be marketable you know I did like a research online for children's book about you know, what I was writing about and there weren't any books about the topic and also is it popular? And I knew that this was something that was a popular thing within our community and also interesting. It's also interesting to people who don't know, like could be the curiosity of it.
1: Okay. And then final question. Do you have any book recommendations of either things you've read right now, or maybe do you have like an all-time favorite book aside from Bashira and the amazing being probably, because obviously that's, Top of the
4: list. So, I mean, right underneath of that one. <laughs> so right underneath that one. So my favorite book growing up was A Snowy Day, okay, uh, by uh, Ezra Jack Keats, and then also Josephine's. I forgot the name. It was called. It was a Reading Rainbow book. That's what I remember. Josephine's I Imagination. So I'm 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 dating myself with the whole Reading Rainbow <laughs> thing, but uh, so it was called Josephine's Imagination, and it was a book about um um Haiti. And a little girl, um, her imagination turning her broom into a doll. Those are my two favorite books of all time. Uh, you know, so I would have to go with those two. Great, we're we're all about the book re-
1: recommendations now. I'm trying to I'm trying to read more this year. It's not going well so far. So. Yes. <laughs> I'll add those to my list. Um, But thank you so much, Amina, for joining me today. Thank
4: you so much for having me.
1: Thanks again to Amina for that interview. If you want to learn more about our 2021 Women of Excellence Awards, you can find all of that information and the page to submit nominations at sjmagazine.net. Thanks again for listening this week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We have new episodes every Tuesday. We'll see you next week. Bye.